Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, September 8th, and this is your FT News Briefing. India hosts the world's largest block party this weekend. Germany has the UK's back when it comes to taxing electric vehicles. And Apple stock is taking a hit because of worries in China. Plus, Huawei has released a pretty popular phone. So why are some US lawmakers mad about it? I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The G20 summit kicks off tomorrow in New Delhi. It'll have two noticeable absences, Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin. And because of that, U.S. President Joe Biden sees an opportunity. He'll be focusing on improving relationships with low- and middle-income countries while he's there. I'm joined now by the FT's Washington Bureau Chief, James Politi, who's in New Delhi. Hi, James. Hi, Mark. So, James, India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi is in an interesting position. His country is both hosting the G20 summit this year, and he just got back from this BRICS summit, this group that tries to get certain countries, including China and South Africa, on the same economic page. What does it mean that Chinese President Xi Jinping had such a crucial role in BRICS, but isn't coming to the G20 summit in India? Well, it's hard to know exactly, you know, what the reasons are for his absence. Clearly, it shows that he puts more weight on the BRICS grouping, and it sort of highlights how, you know, Xi Jinping is sort of uh, becoming increasingly skeptical of uh, Western-led institutions, or even, in a way, Western-created institutions. But it's also actually a snub to to Modi uh, and to India from China, and despite the fact that they came together uh, at this BRICS summit last month in August, the relations between you know China and, and India have some tension. And clearly, I think it will be noticed uh, here in India that uh, that that Xi Jinping uh, chose not to attend. How does Xi's absence create an opening for Joe Biden? Well, Joe Biden has really sought to um, sort of bring India to, uh, in a way, the the American orbit. Um, I think it was very important for Biden to show up at the G20 here in New Delhi, as opposed to leaders such as um, Xi Jinping of China and Vladimir Putin of Russia, who are not expected to attend. So while Biden is here, I think he'll try to take advantage of that gap in leadership and really sort of um, bolster those ties with India and with Modi and try to offer sort of a, a new economic vision for for the world. Yeah, and that economic vision is important because China has gained a lot of influence in low- and middle-income countries through its lending programs. What does Biden's plan offer? Well, Biden is coming to India with what sort of U.S. officials have described as a new value proposition for the global South. Uh, The U.S. has put forth its own plan to bolster uh, the World Bank's lending capacity by 25 billion dollars or so in a way that could be uh, spent to help uh, middle-income countries, but also low-income countries tackle global challenges from climate change to budgetary problems 
And by putting this, this new proposal on the table, he's hoping to get other countries to join in and sort of offer a, a Western economic model that can be sort of in a way an alternative to what the Chinese are offering on the other side. James Politi is the FT's Washington bureau chief. He's in India for the G20 summit. Thanks, James. Thanks, Mark. Germany wants to postpone tariffs on electric vehicle sales between the UK and the European Union. Germany's push is a win for the UK. Britain has been advocating for a three-year delay here, but the EU is adamant on starting these tariffs in January. The taxes are part of a post-Brexit trade deal, and since Germany is the EU's largest member, it could have a lot of sway. European car makers say that if the tariffs start early next year, it'll cost them billions of euros and they'll have to cut production. It would be an especially bad time for that, considering the industry is trying to compete with Chinese EV manufacturers. The UK and the EU plan to talk about the tariffs more during the G20 this weekend. Chinese telecoms company Huawei recently came out with a new smartphone. This has Chinese consumers excited. The phone was a huge hit. But Michael McCall isn't happy about it. He's the Republican chairman of the U.S. House Foreign Affairs Committee, and he says that Huawei could not have gotten the advanced chips needed for the phone without violating U.S. sanctions. Washington wants to stop China from getting a hold of the kind of high-tech chips and chip-making equipment that could help bolster China's military. And the U.S., you might remember, has been cracking down on Huawei for a while. Just to take you back to 2019, U.S. sanctions totally gutted Huawei's smartphone business. And the release of this new phone will be an important step in Huawei slowly rebuilding that smartphone business. That's Eleanor Olcott, the FT's China technology correspondent. SMIC makes the advanced chip Huawei uses for the phone. And McCall isn't the only one who thinks SMIC could not have made these chips without violating sanctions. This looks like part of an effort from a group of legislators in in the U.S. who are lobbying for more sanctions on Chinese technology. Whether or not SMIC is using U.S. technology to manufacture the chips is unclear. We do know from previous reporting that there are lots of loopholes in U.S. sanctions on semiconductors and ways that sanctioned Chinese tech companies can get access to U.S. technology. The semiconductors used in Huawei's new phone are not as powerful as the most advanced chips used in Apple smartphones, but they represent a significant step forward for Huawei. SMIC says they found a way to make the chips themselves. I think people are taking SMIC's claims at face value and assessing whether or not the technology can develop from here using SMIC's manufacturing methods. They have managed to create a method that cuts out use of these EUV lithography machines. These Dutch-made machines are crucial to advanced chip making, and China has been banned from importing them. So McCall, the Republican congressman, sees this as getting around U.S. sanctions. But how does the Biden administration see it? I think it's certainly a development that they will be looking at. The U.S. is very interested to see whether or not Chinese companies have been circumventing sanctions to get access to certain equipment that they shouldn't be buying. 
the reality is, though, using these current methods that analysts presume SMIC is is using to develop these chips, there is a certain limit with how much they can progress from here. And the experts have a big question over that. Eleanor Olcott is the FT's China technology correspondent. Before we go, the launch of Huawei's latest smartphone isn't just making some folks in the U.S. jittery. Apple is starting to squirm, too. Shares in the tech company have fallen roughly 6% in the past few days and knocked $200 billion off Apple's market value. Huawei's recent success has something to do with it, but also there are reports that Beijing ordered government officials to stop using iPhones. It's all putting a bit of a damper on the launch of Apple's new iPhone 15, which is out on Tuesday. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com for free when you click the links in our show notes. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Kasha Brusalian, Sonia Hudson, Fiona Simon, and me, Mark Filipino. Our engineer is Monica Lopez. We had help this week from Manuela Saragosa, Breen Turner, Josh Gabardoyan, Monique Malima, David De Silva, Michael Lello, Derek Brower, and Gavin Coleman. Our executive producer is Topher Forges. Cheryl Brumley is the FT's global head of audio, and our theme song is by Metaphor Music. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.